Hello everyone from India. I'm uh, recording this on day four, uh, the icon of mercy. And I wanted to, um, as I mentioned in the email earlier, I wanted to share a story, um, a really beautiful story that Alma tells about how powerful um, it is um, to stay connected to this deep inner healer within, or the, the real self, with a capital S, as we call it in, in Jungian terms, um, and even in spiritual scriptures, they call it the, the self as the supreme self, for the Atman, um, pure consciousness within. So the story goes like this. There's a, there's a king who has four wives. I'll do the best I can. I may forget some details, but... The king has four wives and, um, you know, he's not doing so well with his health. He's at the end of his life and basically on his deathbed. And he goes to each wife and asks her, starting with the first wife, if she will be there with him. And actually, sorry, let's make this. He goes, of course, first to the fourth wife because the numbers are symbolic here. So he starts with the fourth wife. I thought this was a nice story for day four, because there's four. So he starts with the fourth wife and asks her if she will stay with him. And, you know, she's very beautiful, and, you know, she's he's given her everything, all his wealth, and, you know, she's been treated so well. He thinks for sure she's going to stay with him. But, he said, but she says, you know, no, I can only accompany you to your deathbed and you know life is too amazing I have to keep living you know sorry so he's very sad of course and disappointed so he goes to the third wife who also you know he had a beautiful relationship with and she's thriving and she's so happy and you know she's gorgeous like perfect perfectly beautiful and he asks her you know of course now you're gonna accompany with me to my death right you know, you're going to come with me. She says, no, 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 no. I'm not ready to die. No, I want to live. Sorry. Can't go with you. So then he asks his second wife, who is very, you know, very faithful and devoted. And he thinks for sure this wife will accompany him to his death. But the same thing, you know, she says, look, I can take care of you up to the last minute, but I'm not going to go with you to the other side. I just can't. So finally, you know, the king is really like on his last breath, last leg and feeling very alone and dejected and like what is, you know, what was the point of this whole life? And then he looks and sees the first wife who is basically starved and so, uh, you know, not looking very good and he realizes he'd completely neglected this wife and this of all the wives says she will go with him to the other side, that she's always been there for him, and she will, of course, accompany him to the other side, to death after death. And at that moment, of course, he has such deep remorse because he had completely abandoned and forgotten this, this beautiful wife. So the moral of the story is the four wives are the aspects of the, the different aspects of self. The, the fourth wife is our possession and wealth and fame, which, of course, we can't take with us after we die. The third wife is the uh, body, which, you know, we try to take care of so well and, you know, we, you know, try to make it as perfect and beautiful and healthy as we can, but in the end it still has to go, right? And then the second wife is, represents the, 
the loved ones in our life, the family members and people the closest to us who might take care of us up till the last minute, but of course they can't, they can't go with us after we die. And those relationships also are limited. So who is the first wife then, of course? What does she represent? That's the self, the immortal self or the Atman within, the self that we're working on, awakening in this 40-day process, the inner the deep inner connection to the divine, the, the highest limitless self within. So this is what uh, we are going to devote this pranic healing session that I want to share with you, which, you know, it's, it perfectly fell into my lap on day four, so I knew it was for you and for me to share with you all. So make sure you have a really comfortable position somewhere in your house, um, wherever you are, <laughs> and uh, like a private space where you won't have any interruptions, you know, turn off your cell phone, unplug the Wi-Fi, there's, there's no signal, nothing interfering in your sacred space, and really like give yourself this time, and if you can't do it now, come back to when you can, and don't forget about this, don't, don't procrastinate or put it off and never do it, because it's really going to be deeply beneficial and healing if you give this to yourself. So this is part of the healing, very important part of the healing. So once you find a really um, beautiful, peaceful place to lie down, um, you can either sit in a chair or lie on blankets or lie on your bed even or in the bathtub, it doesn't matter, wherever you feel like very comfortable and you can just like kick back and listen to this. This is very important that you feel relaxed and peaceful and in a receptive place. Now we're going to just invoke the divine blessings before the healing. Um, and you can use this prayer that I'm going to share with you or you can, um, you can follow this or if this doesn't resonate with you, you can create your own version of this, of course. But this is the one that they have created for pranic healing that I'm going to share with you. To the universal Supreme God, we humbly invoke your blessings. We invoke you for guidance, for healing, for help and protection. Thank you in full faith. And to all of my spiritual teachers, all the great ones, healing angels, healing ministers, helpers, guides, etheric beings, celestial beings, devas, devis, we also invoke your blessings in full faith. You may even imagine now these healing angels all around you that are ministering to you and protecting you, surrounding you with this beautiful healing light. And now we will move into the pranic healing section. Pranic healing is based on two basic principles, cleansing and energizing. The psychological healing process is actually accelerated by cleansing our traumatic energy. So any negative habits, thoughts, feelings. And we do this by externalizing and disintegrating all of these accumulated negative thoughts and feelings, or what we call thought entities. You could think of them like unwanted guests or thieves that just invade your mind, of course, at the worst time, right? So I want you to really um, set the intention of externalizing and diminishing, disintegrating these negative thought entities, these negative thought entities within your being. 
So they might manifest as, you know, tra different traumas that we have or compulsive behaviors, addictions, depressing thoughts, feelings, you know, any of these kind of core wounds we're going to be working with now. So, you know, our, our intention is to um, increase pranic healing. Prana is our life force. So we're bringing in our own life force to heal uh, these negative thought entities and, and, and how they are affecting our body as trauma. So the first thing I'm going to have you do um, is to go really dive, bring all your awareness down deep into the belly and we're going to relax and do very deep abdominal breath work. So in order to do this, you've got to let all of your muscles relax and just feel like you're melting into the earth and feel all your bones really heavy and let out a few, you know, really exaggerated breaths just to get into a space where there's actually some movement in the lungs where you can draw in the prana on a very deep level into the abdomen. So I want you to count to five now, inhaling the breath deep, deep into the belly. So one, two, three, four, five, and hold. And imagine externalizing any depression, two, three, four negative thoughts, feelings, five. And just repeat this process in your own timing for a few more rounds. So inhaling, counting to five, inhaling all the prana and the life force, two, three, four, five, exhaling, two, three, four, five, inhaling prana and healing life force deep into the belly, three, four, five, externalizing all the bad habits, thoughts, phobias, depressions, two, three, four, five, again, inhaling, two, three, four, five, and exhaling, all the negativity, two, three, four, five, and just continue this for a few more rounds, and imagine that you're disintegrating all of the accumulated negative thoughts and feelings, all the thought entities, imagine you're erasing them with this electric violet prana, it's like a violet amethyst light of prana as you're, as you're inhaling and exhaling. And imagine that this pranic light, this violet light, is erasing the negative thought forms, all the negative thought entities. And this has to be done slowly and, as we've been talking about, very gently. You know, at first there was going to be some resistance. And you may even only feel a small superficial erasing of this energy that can be done. But the more you work with this, the deeper and more in-depth it will go until you finally completely erase the negativities within. And you will really be able to experience them as entities rather than something that you identify with as the self. Because it's not the self. It's like thieves that have, you know busted their way into your mind and being and decided that they would, you know, camp out and then convince you that they're you. So keep working with this. Do a few more rounds. Repeat the entire process several times until you feel 
substantially relieved. Don't, you know, settle for just like a superficial. So if you need to pause this, you know, you can do this for as long as you can, for as much time as you have, and just repeat it several times. Even within the next few weeks, do the same healing process. It's going to be a really important adjunct to the work we're doing with Chiron, with healing the wound, because we don't want to get stuck there. We don't want to get stuck in the complex. We're moving energy. We're transmuting energy. We're creating alchemy. So another way of externalizing and disintegrating the accumulative negative thoughts and feelings which again have become the thought entities, is to visualize a boiling cauldron. I love this because we've done the fire already, but you can still work with that too. But now we're going to visualize a boiling cauldron. Just imagine throwing all of your psychic garbage into that cauldron. You don't need it anymore, so just keep offering it, throwing it in. If that doesn't resonate with you, you can also visualize a white um, like bond paper in front of you, like a whiteboard, and just start projecting all of these accumulated, accumulated negative thoughts and feelings, you know, like on the paper, like we imagine with marker or however you want to post these thoughts. So visualize that they're on the paper, and then imagine you're throwing this paper with all these negative thought entities into, again, this violet color is very key here in the healing. Electric violet fire is eating, you know, just completely melting this paper. So you're externalizing the negative thought entities and then you're burning, the, you know, onto this white paper and then you're burning that up in the violet electrical healing light. So the last option you can do all of these, by the way. I'm just giving you options to work with in your meditation. The last option, instead of disintegrating the negative thought entity, you can also transmute it, like alchemy, like we were just talking about. And this is done by visualizing and feeling the thought entity as transforming something into the positive. So you could recall something very happy in your life, like a very happy event or feeling. And what you do is you project and mix these happy experiences with the negative thought entity so that it's like a transmutation is happening and you're confusing the subconscious into, you know, shifting and merging this negative energy into something that you now are going to associate, you're going to transmute into the positive experience. That might be a little trickier. Maybe that's, you're going to get into that a little bit further down the line. If you find it's difficult to do that right now, Come back to that in a few weeks, but it's really important to put this into practice on a daily basis, this pranic healing. So after cleansing oneself of the accumulated negative thoughts, and the, of course the, the feelings that accompany these negative thoughts, right? Where there's always feelings behind the thoughts. It's also necessary that we clean ourselves of any negative elementals. This is done by, this is done by meditation on twin hearts which I'll explain. And we need to do this regularly. And at the end of the meditation, you'll spend a few minutes visualizing a bright white light or electric violet, an electric violet light going into the different chakras or parts of the body. And then you're cleansing each part thoroughly. The soul energy or the electric violet pranic energy comes down from the crown chakra and will expel or disintegrate any of the negative elementals 
that are still lingering in the subtle body in the chakra system and will seal the cracks or the holes on the protective webs of the chakra. So this is really important. Um, and actually, we'll come back to the twin hearts in another, I'm going to actually save that for another um, meditation recording because I don't want to overload you with one. We'll try to keep it more simple. You don't need to do that right now. But definitely work with that violet electronic light coming down from the crown chakra and moving through all of the the energy body from so if you don't know the seven chakras you're starting with the crown which is the top of the head then moving into the third eye which is the ajna chakra which is the right between the eyebrows and then you know moving down into the throat chakra um, to clear out any you know communication issues and um, the voice obviously and then moving into the heart chakra fifth chakra clearing out any grief in the lungs, and this is the balancing point of the upper and lower chakras, and then coming down into the belly, into the solar plexus. This is the Manipura chakra, which is like the jewel, and here you're going to also strengthen your willpower by cleansing this out, maybe difficulties you have with willpower, and then dropping down below the belly button, you're moving into Shwaisana, which is the chakra of relationship, water, sexuality, healing on a deep feminine level. And then finally we're going to drop down all the way into the root chakra, the Muladhara chakra, which we're going to talk about a little bit more tomorrow on uh, day five when we um, get into, because it's going to be a special day tomorrow, which I don't want to give away yet. Um, but this is our root chakra. The Muladhara is the root. Mula means root in Sanskrit. So Ultimately, this electric violet pranic light is going to come down into the root chakra to clear out anything that prevents you from feeling really grounded and centered in your life and to your deepest self. So you can work with that image and you're clearing elementals out of each chakra. And this healing process is further... Um, further um, supported by um, energizing the whole experience and, and our whole um, deepening of the relationship with ourself, obviously by having more positive thoughts and feelings directed toward ourself, which we talked also about in today's email, day four. And this is done by positive affirmations, which many of you probably have worked with in the past. I don't mean like the really cheesy store smaller ones, although sometimes they are really that simple, but ones that you actually will take seriously. <laughs> And the positive affirmation has to be done daily for a few minutes in order to really have an effect. And it has to be done for at least a several months. This is why a lot of people just kind of throw them out because they haven't been done regularly. And there's a lot of unconscious resistance to affirmations, obviously, because the shadow will have a lot to say about them. Another way of producing a really strong positive thought of, your, of oneself is by positive self-imaging and creative visualization. We know how powerful this is. So if you're depressed, you know, you visualize yourself as the opposite. You, you, even in the, um, you know, the Vedic texts, they talk about Pradipaksha Bhavana, which is like, you know, moving toward the opposite of what we're feeling. And going to the exact opposite, it may seem so simple, but it's actually that powerful because the psyche works in duality. So 
it really is something as simple as seeing yourself as happy, optimistic, filled with enthusiasm. The exact opposite of what you're feeling, but you have to do it with a lot of intention and heightened visualization. That's the challenge. But keep working with it because it's very powerful. And again, this has to be done daily for several minutes and for several months. The visualization doesn't have to be clear at first, um, but it's more important the potency of the thought that is behind it, so the intention has to really be there. Clear intention means that you have a clear idea of what you want to be. This is where all the energy of the psyche will be directed. Clear intention means to have a clear idea of what you want to be. By this, you will be able to create a powerful, positive thought entity which will have a good supportive influence on you. So it's good to think of the thoughts as entities because then you know you're really working with energy, right? Instead of the identification. Your concentration does not have to be perfect, by the way. What's required to bring you, to bring you into the state you want is that you've got your attention on the visualization every time you, you're gonna bring it back like you do in any meditation. You're gonna pull the mind back when it starts to wander or drift to something else. It's a practice. It really is a practice. So, this is the work to start with. We're going to deepen this. We're going to add on throughout the, the coming weeks. But I want to just give you this basic pranic healing work to start with because it's simple but really deeply effective. So, um, if you have any questions, you know, feel free to um, contact me. But hopefully this is pretty self-explanatory. And you can always modify this to any version that really resonates with you and maybe goes with another kind of breathing or healing practice that you're already doing, of course. But I do recommend the power of the violet healing light, the visualization, the abdominal breathing. Any variation of that, of course, is up to you, but just try it the way it's been laid out if you can and see how you like it. And I think you'll be really um, amazed by the results. So I'd love to hear feedback after you've done this a few times, how it's been for you can share in the forum and um, or privately with me. Thanks so much. And um, I look forward to connecting with you all uh, later on day four and then of course tomorrow morning for day five. <laughs>